Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. From the center of the galaxy, this is the Force Center podcast feed, and this is Force Center, the big show, the main show, the superstar destroyer of our fleet, the Jabba sail barge of our party, and the chief chirpa of our tribe. That is right. That's for you, Jennifer. I'm Pat Napsok, and this is another edition. Like I said, I'm just going to redo the intro over and over and over until I find a, a, a way I like to describe this show better. I'm we going... are the low grade of introductions. <laughs> uh, Joseph Scrimshaw's here. Jennifer Land is here, and we have a returning guest. Very happy to have her. You see her all around town talking about Sailor Moon and Ash vs. <laughs> Evil Dead and TV shows and Not movies. just on shows. You just see her around yeah, town. Yeah, you just see me around town. I just randomly stop people in the street and people talk to them about, worried about a, a myriad of topics. <laughs> but it's Emma Fye. Hello! Hey, Yay! Happy to be here. I know. This is nice. And this I promise great. this time, when you start telling an interesting story right. about a lightsaber, my thing, uh, my uh, Zoom won't cut I off. I know. Yes. So I, that was that was very so, disappointing. I did. I told a heartwarming story about my uh, never-ending search for the perfect lightsaber as a child. Uh, back before they really had licensed yeah. lightsaber toys. And I just cut it out of the <laughs> yes. show. Yeah. Yeah. The Zoom doesn't like emotions. It just shuts off <laughs> yeah. when you get too emotional. So keep it a little cold and I will. distance. Yeah, and you got it. You got it. So good to have you back, Emma. Uh, yeah, 
thanks were, for having uh, me. What are, you, are you wearing a, what is this? Is this a, is uh, Attack on Titan. Okay, okay. Yeah. I couldn't, so the other side looked kind of Mandalorian. Oh, it does look kind of Mandalorian. Kind of Mandalorian. Uh, but no, that is the uh, that is the symbol for uh, the scouting regimen. Uh, or it, it. Uh, in the Crunchyroll translation, which I prefer, uh, the Survey Corps. I, uh, yeah. I, these are words you're saying. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the Survey Corps. <laughs> so we're so happy to have Emma back here and Jennifer Joseph. We get a full show head here today. Just this is the main topic show today. Yeah, uh, more of an evergreen show, and it's a topic you, as a as a time lord yourself, yes, have been <laughs> waiting to get into. So I'm going to let you kind of bring us into this. Okay. So this is the thing that I've been thinking about a lot. When I'm standing on street corners, I'm just on the other street corner yelling at people about right, Sailor exactly. Moon, and I'm just staring <laughs> off into space, thinking about time travel and other dimensions <laughs> in Star Wars. We've gotten a couple questions about it, so yeah. it makes me feel like people are really interested in this Absolutely. topic. Craig Vore from Facebook said, how would you guys feel if time travel is ever introduced into Star Wars universe? And then uh, Jake Higgins uh, on Twitter asked, what are some things you absolutely do not want to see introduced into this universe? Time travel for me. Uh, oh. So there's a, there's a big discre- discussion about should time travel be there, but I think to me a larger discussion is so many of the big geek properties that we know and love, Marvel, DC, Doctor Who, even Harry Potter have an element of either time travel mm. or accepted within universe that there are alternate dimensions, yes. which opens up your storytelling mm-hmm. to, oh, you want to tell that same story but in a different way with a yeah. different actor, a different time period, all of those things. Mm-hmm. For sure. Star Wars expanding like mad yeah. has yeah. none of that in yeah. many when we ask for questions many of our questions are about oh wow they're getting too blocked in in the period before the star wars galactic mm-hmm. civil war there too many darth vader too much looks and star wars does risk getting backed in now that everything is canon mm-hmm. and we've yeah. got no in-universe tools to help us yeah. yeah so i want to start by talking a little bit about the main question of would we ever accept time travel would we ever accept other dimensions? Then we'll get into some of the other stuff. The answer yep. is no. We'll see you next week. Wow. That's what I End of podcast, yes. guys. Thanks for joining uh, us. Force lightning is almost coming out of Ken's nostrils <laughs> at the thought of time travel. So let's, let, uh, I want to get everybody's opinion yes. on time Ooh. travel. So let's start with you, Ken. You're, you're a big old veto on time I'm travel in Star Wars. Big old uh, no. I don't need a Kelvin timeline. I don't need a uh, itchy or lumpy timeline from uh, Kashyyyk. <laughs> I don't need any what? kind of timelines. I don't need any kind of time travel. I don't need um, Star Trek 4. Though I love Star Trek 4. Mm-hmm. I'll save the whales indeed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as a Game of but Thrones... But screw the space whales, right? Oh, as, 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 as a Game of Thrones nut, um, I love visions. I love things. But it's on a dangerous slope where Bran Stark, becoming the new three-eyed crow, three-eyed raven, however mm-hmm. you want to say it, um, can affect things. Right. It is paid off in a heartbreaking sense with hold the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but if it's suddenly now he's the one that made the Mad King go mad, I got to wrap my brain around it and don't know if I can. If Star mm. Wars were to introduce that in any kind of way, I would not be out. I would not be selling my toys. I'd be not be doing that dramatic. I just, I just don't want it. Yeah. Like a pouty five-year-old. Yeah. No, no, no. Feel it does not match. The aesthetic. Correct. Correct. Uh, Yeah. How about you, Emma? See, I think for me, it's not that it's like a hard veto on time travel per se. And I certainly like the idea of the ability to at some point see sort of multiple dimensions. Like, how would this have been different if something had had gone differently? Like, for example, of course, the biggest one I think would be, oh, like if Anakin had not gone to the dark side, how would things have gone differently? But I don't think I would want it to be in the capacity of like, actual time travel were changing mm-hmm. the events of time. It w- I, I think it's more of like what Ken was saying. It's like yeah. the sort of alternate vision kind of thing, but without the element of, oh, did Bran Stark make the Mad King go mad? You know right. what I mean by right. that? You don't want Jar Jar to accidentally step on a time nut. Correct. Or, go, or whatever Correct. device, the weird organic exactly. device they have and have him exactly. travel back into time. And yeah. then in that moment, I, you know, I, I he think saves... going to go back to I, the future. I would I like the story would... where Jar Jar does appear in it, Palpatine's throne room. And... <laughs> Anyway. I think it would almost be more like, uh, you know, in the first uh, Harry Potter book, how there's yes. the mirror in, like, 
in the hallway that like shows you what you want to see. Like yeah. I would like something like that. Mm-hmm. Like I think that there mm-hmm. is a lot of fun what if narrative to explore. I just don't know that I want it. I don't I actually I absolutely know I don't want it in the context of this is time travel. We're going to actually change the events of the timeline. Right. Or the characters who we know to be responsible right. for these events are exactly. no longer responsible, which is your brand issue. Yes. And I yes. think that's, especially since Star Wars has done so much work on building its canon so mm-hmm. that when you're, you're staring off into space thinking about Star Wars, right. you know, this for sure happened because I read it in a book and it's canon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how about you, Jennifer? Yeah, I, I'm concurring with this. I mean, I'm not a hard veto, but I would like to see more of the force visions that we saw with Ray and the mm-hmm. Force Awakens. I think using it in that form would be, really kind of exciting to go I immediately I think of Harry Potter as yeah. well where you can like look into this particular part of time where he looks back at his parents yes, exactly. going back to the past seeing that, that event but not being able to alter it. I think that's where it starts to get a little sticky for me that we would change things in the timeline. I also think that it, they could use it in not part of this main saga. I think it'd be better used perhaps in like a standalone film. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I just think that that might open things up a I, little bit more. And I think it could be a fun way too in a standalone film to like look into events that would have gone differently in the, in the sort of main saga. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm on board with you guys that I don't want time travel. I'm a huge Doctor Who fan. Yeah. There are a lot of similarities between Doctor Who and Star Wars. They're both about hope and they're both a little wobbly. They're both like a little bit weird and that's part of their charm. But I think Star Wars is so much about destiny and fate and choices. Yeah. That I think that's what makes time travel feel wrong of like these characters made these choices and then absolutely beings across the galaxy suffered for Mm -hmm. these choices or benefited from these choices. Yeah. It, Mm -hmm. it, it, I think it starts to take away your own personal investment of like, Mm -hmm. I spent 20 years thinking this Mm -hmm. and now you're just telling me that somebody traveled through time because right. Jar Jar stepped on a nut or whatever. I don't know why I'm yeah. blaming time travel on Jar Jar, but <laughs> I, also, I mean, that, let's be real. That's how it would, that's, that's how it would how be done. Do. It would not be handled well. I agree I with you. Think. What you guys are saying about though, like there is plenty of room to see what ifs and see alternates in kind of force vision. Yeah. yeah. That doesn't help our narrative problem overall though. Like right. that's just no, a cool that, aesthetic thing, No, that thing, is true. Right? You're right. That's totally true. Yeah. No, but I, I think just kind of like uh, going off of what you were saying about Star Wars being so, so focused on this choice that you made affected time. I think that's why it would be so interesting to see like, well, what if that choice had gone differently? But I do agree with you. Like we're still locked into the narrative that's that's becoming like very boggled down by itself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So how would you guys feel? There's certainly been what if comic books, like literally the old yeah. Marvel comic, what if this had some Star Wars iterations? Yeah. Um, yeah. How would you guys feel if it was that there was no in-universe explanation that Disney just said, we are going to put out a line of alternate dimension Star Wars that you can choose to read. Like we're, we're going to continue hmm. le- old legends of you. Now we're going to start this new thing where Anakin didn't turn evil. And that's going to be a whole series of books. Would you guys like that if it wasn't in universe or would that be annoying too? I wouldn't necessarily, I, I feel, I would feel now I have to read it, but that's again, <laughs> going, going back to the EU, I stopped. Yeah, I, I just stopped mm-hmm. after the second or third Kevin J. Anderson Jedi Academy. Trial. I was like, "This is, this is oh, good." I, I'm not taking anything yeah. away from Kevin, but it was like, uh, "I'm done." I didn't. I, this is not my Star Wars anymore. Yeah. I don't need yeah. to know about some royal guard who takes steroids and changes his outfit and now is a super <laughs> royal guy. No, no. So I know there's a series. Uh, there is a series of well, what if uh, the Empire had won, or what if Vader? Mm-hmm. There's there. Yeah. I believe Mark Riley talks to me about it all the time. Yeah. Sounds interesting. But I just wouldn't put a lot of stock or weight into it. I wouldn't be overly interested. Yeah. It's a one-off kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unlike something like, say, DC that I think has now really opened up doors for itself where, hey, it's, it's in canon yeah. that every, the, the Adam West Batman could exist. Sure. It's all, they're all parallel. Yeah. And, and this is personal. Uh, I, one reason is I, I'm not a superhero guy. I don't need the new fifty-two, the the next seventeen. Right. Uh, you, <laughs> you know, just want old, you want your main narrative. Yeah, the and... old ninety-seven, great, great band. Uh, I don't need. <laughs> I don't need Han Solo and the Time Lords. I don't need. It. Okay. I don't need it. Yeah. So See, there you go. That's what you got to do. You just have like a Doctor Who crossover, yeah, and yeah, at right. some point, the Doctor travels to a galaxy <laughs> far, far away. <laughs> yeah. And look, if you're out there listening, I don't want I don't want those tweets again. If you enjoy it, enjoy it. Yeah. If you want Han Solo and the Time Lords, by all means, they're 
They're a great band. I heard them out in Yukaipa. They're great. Um, yeah, d- yeah, yeah. Doctor Who can never be anywhere near Star Wars because the Doctor figures things out too fast. Yeah. He would, the TARDIS would land in the Jedi Council room. He would take a sonic screwdriver reading and say, I sense evil everywhere. Yeah. It's over here. It's Palpatine, guys. And, they, and it would be done. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So is there anything essentially different between we talked about why we don't want time travel jennifer is there anything different to you about the dimensions if star wars found a way to like a kyber crystal it shattered and created all of these different dimensions going forward where there are different realities where there's a luke skywalker in every reality but he's slightly different yeah. is that just as abhorrent to you as time travel yeah see this is where it starts to get a little wonky for me where i'm like i don't i don't know i'm a very linear person okay and okay. i think that that's where i kind of struggle where like you know if you're gonna have an alternate luke it's not gonna it's not gonna have the same weight for me and i'm gonna be upset that this character that i know and love mm. and i know his story is off doing some other crazy adventure I just, my brain doesn't think like that. So maybe uh, down the line, you know, when I'm 60, I'm like, oh, it's kind of a fun romp. But right now I can't go there. I would like to know where everything is in, you know, okay, this takes place through this. And I'm reading this book and I know that this is going to happen in this movie. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I like the new canon. Even if I pitch you this series, Jennifer, okay. Oh, I know where you're going. I know where you're going. He's got a twinkle in his eye, folks. Don't do it. It is called the Bright Tree Village Void. (laughs) It is an alternate timeline where the rebels are killed by the Ewoks. Oh, my. Oh, no. And the Ewoks rise to power, and they control part of the galaxy. You wouldn't be on board for that? (laughs) See, I'm an awful person, because now I'm I'm a hypocrite, I should say, because, yeah, I would totally read that, because it's it's fun, it's silly, it's like, you know, Jabba's Palace, if there was some sort of crazy tale with that, I would totally be on board. But they're fun characters, and I can get behind that, but, like, a main character, like Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker, Leia, not so much. But, again, it goes back to, it seems like everybody's gravitating back to that sort of what if like you would love to to see like a one-off movie that is just the Ewoks going from planet to planet yes. eating people? Oh yeah, be like the Hell Ewoks yeah. conquering Absolutely. the galaxy. <laughs> Absolutely. Episode ten, the Ewok uprising. <laughs> yeah. It's so crazy. It'd be so great to have that cold open of like yeah. the you know the Ithorian people are in terror because the dominant presence is coming and mm-hmm. everybody's expecting something awful. It's <laughs> just yeah. the Ewoks with nets. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, yeah. uh, But yeah. I hear what you're doing, Joseph, and you're not going to twist my mind around on this one, okay? I'm not spending my money on uh, Clone Luke and the and, and the Jabba's or anything like that. Yeah. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I, Clone Luke and the Java, for yeah. sure. Um, so you're you're also uh, the dimension thing is you guys are against it for the same reason of the time travel that it is. Uh, we're used to our linear Star Wars. Like if you're a superhero fan, I think you've become very used to the idea of oh sure, let me show me three different versions of Green Arrow, yeah. and they'll all pull from different references, and that's fun. And now yeah. I know mm-hmm. which part of this reference, that part of this reference. In- See, I think for me with the, with the multiple dimensions thing, like I actually am not totally opposed to that as long as, again, it's used in the way of, okay, it's still focused on like a character in the main storyline or whatever, but they end up for whatever reason in, it, I, this happens in Star Trek a lot, actually, mm-hmm. where they'll have like mirror worlds and things like that. Right. Um, and, uh, but but with the intention of this is wrong, like I this isn't how it's supposed to go. I have to get back to my own like regular canon timeline. <laughs> right. right. So yeah, I mean, I, I think it would be interesting because again, it's like it, it is that like that big emphasis on choice that we do see in Star Wars, where it's like you know if you know this choice had been made differently, now suddenly there's this completely alternate timeline and we end up there somehow, and then it's like a oh. This would have been great, but like, here are the things that are actually terrible about it. Because, like, in theory, it's like, oh, if Anakin had not become Darth Vader, like, that would have been awesome. Because, you know, then maybe he could have like had a happy life with his children and his wife. But then you have the problem of the imbalance of the Force. So, like, that so- something would have gone differently. Maybe Luke would have gone bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I, I don't know. <gasps> yeah. I, yeah. I think I would be <laughs> very like I like I'm as again I'm not opposed to the idea of the multiple. Dimensions mentions in multiple versions. Star Wars multiverse, yeah. Yeah, of, of each character. And I, and I think that <laughs> some of that comes from, like, uh, because, like, 
sort of alternate timelines uh, again. I mean, you, you see that in comic books a lot, but also like in a lot of uh, like JRPGs, like Japanese RPGs, like Chrono Trigger and stuff, which I played at a really young age. So I think that like rubbed off on me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I think part of it is that almost all multiple dimensions have an mm-hmm. element of science to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Harry Potter certainly uses magic for time travel. Sure, it it sure. hasn't got into the splintered dimensions yet. Right. But Star Wars is based on mystical, almost faith-based mm-hmm. sort of magic. But here's, here's my pitch, Ken. So we know that it's wrong to have multiple dimensions in Star Wars. We agree that that's wrong. It is wrong. But the <laughs> Sith practice things that are meant to be unnatural. Oh, I like that. What if Kylo Ren gets so powerful Mm -hmm. that he can split off and create a new dimension Mm -hmm. in which Darth Vader did not ever turn back to the light? If Kylo Ren can make his unnatural dimension the way he thinks it should be, he's still born to his parents, but his parents have learned the true ways of the dark side and he gets to be raised by his grandfather. And um, <laughs> I'm I'm looking at your whiskey here and thinking it's going to take a lot more. <laughs> what, you're not on board? I'm not on board. What? I'm giving oh, him my money. It's, it's <laughs> not that Joseph hasn't come up with a great pitch there. Oh, I'm literally going to take a slug. Guys. Take a slug of whiskey. <laughs> he really is. Oh, Directly really out of the bottle. Gulpin, wow. Gulpin that down. is classy. I'm, I'm gonna, classy, oh man. Gosh. I'm going from the other side. <laughs> we do some podcasting things. Some find to be unnatural. <laughs> I mean, by all means. But, um... Wow. <laughs> it's not that here's, here's the thing. And, I, I, and, and again, there's other people out there who are probably okay with that and, and you know, intrigued. And, and some of the stuff you're putting forth, Emma, of dimensions. And uh, I, like you, Jennifer, I just don't see things. I don't see life in that way, I guess. I don't. Uh, huh. And I am attracted to franchises and stories with lore. And the reason I just fell so deeply into A Song of Ice and Fire mm-hmm. late, because I didn't read the books until late, and now I have mm. I could quote you the, the politics of Westeros more than I could America. Amazing. Um, <laughs> but the reason I did is because it's a world that I've climbed into that I've got to learn, escape, fun, things matter, and that's why I get a little worried of, oh, like, I'm okay but- with the Hordor stuff. A little bit, but even then I felt like, no. I was going to say, but even with, like, mm. Song of Ice and Fire, you you have no desire to be like, what if Khal Drogo had lived? No, Spoilers no. for Game yeah. of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I don't. Again, this and this is, I'm representing the people in the audience who have this view. No, yeah. I don't, because yeah. that's the choice that happened, the choice that made <sighs> Danny's choice. Now, there's mystical, magical things. There are Miriam Asdors saying, hey, he'll come back when the sun rises in the east and sets in the west, or sets in the east, blah, blah, blah. There's all those kind of prophecies. Ray stuff, the Ray visions I love. It's my favorite part of Force Awakens. Yeah. yeah. But if in the next movie she has a vision and she's like, hey, guess what? I talked to uh, Kylo back at the at school or something and, right. and somehow <laughs> affects things. No. I, I start pulling out. I start pulling out all these stories. So where it's like I don't want to it's interesting what you're pitching, but I wouldn't want to see it because it, to me, it wouldn't matter to the story I've invested in. You know in. what? Uh, the the whiskey gave me inspiration. Oh, you know what okay, I think part wow. of this is about? Mm. Is Life lesson, kids. <laughs> Comic books, certainly. Yeah. Star Trek was a TV show. Mm-hmm. I think... Uh, th- I think we're more open to seeing many different iterations if it's yeah. something that already has many different ideas floating within yes. the context right, of it. Right. In Star Wars for so long... The first three movies were Star Wars. That, yeah, they that were was it big for so events, long. Yeah. And then, oh, a little book, little here, mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it never had that serialized quality yeah. of like, well, there's so much. Why just why not just well, mix and match until a new version of it where Star Wars is iconic. It's locked. Yeah. It's an event. And mm-hmm. I and I think, you know, since you were talking about the sort of like serialized and accepting something when there's more of it, like I could have easily seen a sort of time travel multiverse short little story arc like within Clone Wars because Clone Wars in of itself is very like Mm -hmm. it's like these four episodes are one story these two episodes are one story that have nothing to do with the story that we just heard so I think they could have definitely done something with it there and obviously like I am very entrenched in you know the Star Wars animated series so Mm -hmm. I I think that's also probably some of why I'm so like yeah that would be really interesting interesting point (laughs) I I, I love the Clone Wars you guys all know that I've Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, the wars themselves, not the show. Yes, I, not the I, show. I, I'm very big <laughs> on the wars. Um, I love the Clone Wars second animated series, the yes. one that's canon. Yes. Um, I love the stuff on Mortis. I love mm-hmm. what it represents and everything, but it's also a weird mystical force planet where they come back and they're like, no time has passed. And 
I don't like the episodes as much as someone like Christian Harloff, uh, who watches that and says, yeah, here's this mean stuff to the, and I know it does. And Mm -hmm. Lucas himself had something to do with those. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. But they're not my favorite. Gotcha. Because it takes me to a different place where I'm like, it's this weird planet where they kind of fell into a time wormhole. and It's not real. It's Those not things, real. The things it's that happen real. there yeah. matter emotionally to the characters, but they, they're not true to the narrative. And I, right. and, exactly. I lo- and, see, and I love that kind of storytelling. Like, I love <laughs> yeah. the we fell into this time loop. We Again, it's like we saw in the mirror the thing that we wanted to see. Yeah. Uh, and ultimately, there's no storyline consequences, but there are serious emotional consequences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm starting so. to accept, uh, I don't want time travel, but I'm starting mm-hmm. to accept a little bit more the idea of a, a offshoot galaxy mm-hmm. if it is created by people manipulating the force in ways they shouldn't because that yeah. to me is an interesting right. emotional thing you know we had a big episode about force ghosts where they there's a question of how much can force ghosts do right that's an interesting thing to me is a force ghost try to change an event and they can't change the event but they create this shattered galaxy right i might be okay with that but then there's, you know, the, just the question of what yeah. happens in that other galaxy that's worth it. Yeah. Because right. it's kind of a logistics question. Mm. Yeah. There's an aesthetics question, which I think we've covered fairly thoroughly mm-hmm. of, would we like this in Star Wars? Mm-hmm. But I think the reason we're t- talking about it at all is there's a logistical problem of our timeline that we all like that's linear is getting mm-hmm. crowded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do we have logistical solutions? Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode, and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. 
Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I, I just think let the let it get crowded. And, yeah. And um, we talked about, um, uh, over Collider, we talked about the new tie, the tie strikers. This is yeah. Example. Mm-hmm. But um, they look cool, but they weren't in the original trilogy. Where were they? Right. And, yeah. And I believe it was Mark Ellis himself who put down his baby carrots long enough to say that, like, <laughs> hey, the battle against the rebels that we know, Han, Luke, and Leia, was yeah. a small part of the galaxy. Sure. Doesn't mean at some other point you can't wrap your brain around the st- TIE Strikers existing. So it's a big galaxy. So Rogue yeah. One might be happening at this point in the Star Wars storyline. But at the same point on some other planet, some other things are going on. And just tell me that story. Yeah. yeah. Don't yeah. time travel to another. I want exactly. the yeah. story where we find out the TIE Strikers are like the Samsung Galaxy Note 7. Oh, uh, yeah. they, they call on yeah. them. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. No, I, I agree with you, Ken. I, I think that that's kind of the thing is that. Rather than going, okay, uh, we need more story in our sort of main storyline, so to speak. You know, what we see in the prequels, the original trilogy, and now in the sequels. I think it is it's exploring more stuff like Rogue One, like Star Wars Rebels, which are all, like, about completely new characters. Right. I mean, certainly in, in both cases, you're going to see cameos from characters that you do know from the films. But I think that, you know... They've spent all this time at this point creating a really interesting universe. And so I think it's just playing with other kind of stories within that universe Mm -hmm. rather than specifically trying to, like, create more story for your sort of main storyline. Yeah, and I think, you know, we talked a little bit about on the last episode, that's really the stakes of Rogue One, of selling that to the general public so it's financially viable to tell stories that are not, uh, you know, back and forth in the timeline, but on the side of the timeline. Yeah, it's so weird for Mm -hmm. me that, like, that is something that the general public is maybe not, like, super, like, as a Star Wars fan, I'm, like, Mm -hmm. sitting in the theater watching Doctor Strange the other night, like, crying during the Rogue One trailer because it looks so beautiful. Yeah. And I was like, it's so weird to me that there are people that are like, I don't really care, you know, yeah. that like that would like go see the sort of main storyline films. I'm like, why wouldn't you want to see this? This is more of that thing you like. Yeah, mm. we need them to see it. Yeah. Uh, so I, I have a, a very specific question. I want to start with you, Jennifer. Mm. So imagine it's 10 years from now. Right. We're still doing Force Center, of course. <laughs> yes, of course. We're <laughs> of course. 800 bottles of Jameson away from this <laughs> one or more, far more than that. Uh, and the timeline has become just a mess in Almost every podcast recording is like, ah, oh, this other problem in the timeline. Would you ever just want a hard reboot of just saying, like, so many years have gone by, it's a mess, let's just start over, let's tell the tale again? <gasps> no. No. <laughs> no. It's, I, I am so I'm adamant against reboots and, and, you know, I can't, like, no. Don't mess with my E.T. Don't remake that film. Don't yeah. reboot. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. don't touch yeah. it. These films are beautiful the way they are. They're a part of film history. Leave them alone. Let's jump to another part of the galaxy and start fresh there with fresh new stories. But do I think they will do it? I could see it happening. Yeah. Nothing is sacred anymore. Nothing. No. You know, and if it means, unfortunately, you know, if it means more money, then it's going to happen. There's no (laughs) sacredness of. How about you, Ken? Hard hard reboot. I'm going to do the same Landa intake. (gasps) No, Um, no. No. But yeah, business wise, I get it. But it's like uh, we'll bring up the new Ghostbusters. Uh, There were there was too many different controversies around it to 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 get into. But one of the ones that I understand is the fact that it was uh, no, it's new. It's it's not in the same thing. It has nothing to do with Venkman and any of those guys. They'll be in the movie, different characters. Yeah. Um, And I think a lot of people were. Uh, angry at that. There's mm-hmm. more, obviously, to the yeah. movie's controversy that's bigger and deeper, but that, and I, as not a Ghostbusters fan, <clears throat> completely <throat> understood, like, unless you're doing a complete, like, I didn't know what they were trying to do. Yeah. Like, why not them just be four women Ghostbusters yeah, exactly. in yeah. a world and have them go, you know, yeah. if, if Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd were good enough to be like, oh, yeah, we'll show up and support you guys. Yeah. 
why can't they be the same character? I didn't yeah. understand it. Yeah. So if if there was a uh, you know a, a new Skywalker and y- you know who Luke is, who's Luke? I'm I'm Doug Skywalker. <laughs> yeah. Skywalker. No, I I, I I I would hope that the the sweet release of death would find yeah. me. By yeah. I think I, I don't want to get in a whole big Ghostbusters yeah. tangent. Yeah. I, I think the reason is because it gives them agency. Because if they're just like, hey, some mm, dudes did yeah. this 30 years ago, we can do it too. It turns it um, it turns yeah, it into the old World War II poster of we can do it too. Sure. Instead of yeah, we came it, up with it, we did it. So I, I feel like for that there's a that there's a narrative reason. Mm-hmm. I, I, again, I'm not um, a Ghostbusters me. fan. I've never I've never yeah. seen the first one. Yeah. I mean, fire me from Collider. But no, yeah, no. Um, I, totally, I understand it. I yeah. understand that. Yeah. Let's but, just come up with new stories. Why can't we do new stories? Why I do we keep having a reboot? I mean, that's why that in of itself is I think why they do keep just rebooting stuff is because you know all of these companies that are making films nowadays they only want to make a film that already has a built-in audience and not only Mm -hmm. a built-in audience but already characters that people know that they're going to want to go see so it's like i think that's why we get so so many reboots and so so many sequels and just like stuff that we don't really want as audience as like right. <laughs> as like yeah. intelligent educated audience members but i think that they're afraid that like the the, the common man so to speak is well, not going to go see something that isn't already familiar to them it, in some well, way they're being trained that way and yeah. they're not yeah, yeah. It, it is mm-hmm. because the executives sitting in those chairs don't yeah. want to lose their jobs that's so right. true what's going to make so the money true. that's yeah. a comic how many people listen to that or yeah. watch that comic Option yep. it, we're going to make it. 14 more Fast and the Furious films. Like yeah. that's, that's yeah. How many nerds are going to write articles so you can, mm-hmm. so the normal person can find out yeah. all about Doctor Strange? This yep. many nerds. Uh-huh. Yeah, right there. Hunger yeah. Games worked. Uh, give us Divergent. Yep. Give right. us uh, yep. this or that. Yeah, and that's unfortunate because that's where the business is. It's just yeah. pe- people wanting to save their jobs. All this. Yeah. At some point, 20 years from now, will a Disney exec be like, you know what we should do? A new Star Wars from beginning I could see I that. I could absolutely yeah. see that happening. Yeah. And I don't I, want it, but yeah. I, I could see that happening. I agree with you guys about all of the, the reasons not to do it, and I don't want it to happen. Mm-hmm. I think the only valid thing, because that's all from the perspective of greed and money making. And, sure, I mean, sure. Not even greed, just trying to trying yeah. to save your job, trying right. to be play yep. it safe. Yep. The only reason I can see it being okay is I do think there is value in the idea of oral tradition almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where it's worth telling a story... Uh, to an old story to a new yeah. generation. Yeah. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. That was a heavy side. That's exactly what he yeah. believes. So you're right. making such a great well, argument. Yeah. It's already built into Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So it instead is. of rebooting and saying, we're going to reintroduce you no, to Luke just, Skywalker and Han Solo, they can just jump. It's, you know, a little closer the, yeah. to a long time ago. Like, yeah. it's not as long ago. Yeah. They can... They can it's built into well, Star Wars to do the oral tradition thing of retelling the story. And I would be super interested to see, because again, it's like you, it is, as you say, kind of like rooted in this very, like almost basic, like mystic battle of good and evil. And that's something, and you know, you've got sort of the classic hero's journey with Luke. Yeah. And now we're seeing that with Ray as well. Like, I, I agree. It's like, just jump to like way in the future or, or not quite as long ago as you say, and, and tell, Use that same model and tell that story again because it is already – it's just a classic tale yeah. unto itself. It, like, I I love Star Wars. This is no discredit to it. But, like, the general plot line is not original. Right. No. <laughs> no, it's not. And that's a, and that's a good thing. Journey, yeah. 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 Yeah, it's a serious journey. It's tried, tested, and true, and you could do it again. And yeah, try. exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. why The Force Awakens, you know, people were like, oh, it's just a rehash. But it, that is important. Yeah. It is important for the younger generation to experience what we experience when Absolutely. we watch the original Star Wars. Yeah. And so I think that maybe they could do it that way. Yeah, you know, exactly. it, Wherever think, yeah. it is at that point in the story, and then they just hearken back to what we loved about A New Hope and now yeah. The Force Awakens. Yeah, so I think, I, I think we're generally in agreement. Yeah. No, no, no new dimensions, no time travel. Maybe yeah, right. playing around with what ifs. Yep. That's fun. It's mm-hmm. sure. certainly no hard reboot. Just no. jump way in the future and tell us the story of Doug Skywalker. Yes. <laughs> Doug Skywalker. Doug Skywalker. Skywalker. <laughs> and, and, uh, well, Jake has, you know, he's a time travel for him. is this things he absolutely does not want to see. So what are some other things you guys don't want to see, Joseph? What is X'd out of Star Wars for you in your mind? Oh, man, that's hard for me because mm-hmm. I think I have trained myself to try to be open and... Uh, accepting of things even when they're not well executed, which is, you know, where my whole prequel love comes in. Mm-hmm. I don't 
I, it's more of an individual story thing. Mm-hmm. If the theme of the movie is trying to tell me that I am supposed to believe something, mm-hmm. I want the mm-hmm. characters to execute it. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that makes me more mad than anything. Uh, I hate the James Bond movie Skyfall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't like Star Trek Into Darkness. Mm-hmm. And when I track back to both of those things, it's just the basic filmmaking where the idea presented by the film is that we're supposed to believe X. Like in Skyfall, we're supposed to believe that the old ways are good and James yeah. Bond still matters. None of no, his yeah. actions support that. Mm-hmm. He gets yeah. his mom killed, his spy mom killed. <laughs> and then at the end, they're like, bulldogs, mm-hmm. English flag, James Bond. Like <laughs> he did nothing right. structurally character. So that's the thing that make me mad is yeah. like, I feel like in The Force Awakens, we see, I see Ray's journey. Yeah. I see her steps. So yeah. I, so I pump my fist when the lightsaber comes to her hand. Yeah. Right. So the thing that I can't accept in Star Wars is just that sort of the sloppy storytelling where we're supposed to believe this is true about a character and nothing that happens to the film supports it. Mm. Okay. It's a weird answer, but it's my my actual emotional answer. Yeah. No, that's definitely a great answer. Jennifer? I'm tired, and I spoke about this, I think, last time. I'm tired of the mothers dying. Yeah. I'm tired of the mothers not being existent in any of these films. Now, I don't know what's going to happen with Ray and her storyline, so I'm not going to go there, but I think going forward, let's have some, um, you know, more powerful women and maternal figures like that. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. That's my thing. Yeah. I think for me, it's like... (sighs) There are certain, like, for as much as I was just like, yes, I want to see the hero's journey repeated over and over again, I don't want to see certain story elements that we've already touched on repeated again. Like, I, I do right. not, I do not want another romance a la Anakin and Padme. That was painful. <laughs> that was like watching paint dry. Um, and, 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 and some of it, I think, was just that, you know, the two actors didn't have any chemistry, but I just, I didn't buy that. In general, I think some of it was the writing. I don't think it was entirely the actor's fault. Sure, so, sure, sure, absolutely. Um, yeah, so I, I just, I, I don't think I would ever want to see, like, that sort of convoluted political intrigue that we saw in uh-huh. the prequels yeah. happen again. Like, I kind of like the, the yeah. like, evil galactic empire, like, ruling with an iron fist kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but would you take... You're not opposed to romance in Star Wars. No, no, I'm not opposed to. So well, I don't know. So if there, well, well, I love we, Leia and Han. So yeah, right, right. yeah, yeah you're, right, say, you're right. You're right. But also, like, say <laughs> totally they, right. they do a movie. You know, we've talked about what other a Western Star Wars, a rom sure, sure. Star Wars. Yeah. We're not saying mm-hmm. we're oh, gonna have Catherine I, yeah. Heigl, uh, you know, and Gerard <laughs> Butler. <laughs> but say there's a, a yeah, more I could of see a, a I could see big a, sweeping romantic movie that done in a good way. You'd be open. I would be open to that. Yeah. Yeah. No. And force cutting pairs. No. No. No, no, like weird infiltration where she's wearing like a crop top for no reason. I thought of my actual concrete thing that is like time travel, which is just the first answer was accepted by the Mm -hmm. council. I know, I know, I know, I know. Uh, But real quick is just anything that is the, the wrong tone of too modern. Like, yeah. I don't want a Star Wars movie where they're listening to shock jock radio. Mm-hmm. Like, right. that was, those are my most hated moments in Star Wars. Yeah. And it just came back to me of things that are too on the nose of being modern. Mm. Yeah. 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 I, I think, too, it's yeah. like uh, some sort of modern socio-political issues. It's interesting because I think that, you know, one of, one of the things that's continued to attract me to Star Wars as it's continued to expand is that, you know, Lucasfilm is really cognizant, I think, in a way of their sort of, like, social responsibility. Because, I mean, if you look at Force Awakens, all of the new protagonists in it are either women or people of color, which is amazing, but I kind of love that they never address that. Sure. Like, I love that in, in Star Wars, as we see it now, it's just like, yeah, like, women and men are equals, and, you know, mm-hmm. black, brown, yellow, whatever color of your skin doesn't matter. Like, Gills. everyone is just a person. Yeah, yeah Exactly, exactly. Ken, what is your no, can't be allowed? Um, You mentioned one of them, which is space whale ships. It's too late. (laughs) Too late, Marvel Comics. Um, I never thought I didn't want space whale ships. And then... (laughs) There were actual space whales in Star Wars Rebels, though. Well, there were space whales, but do you want to see them in ship form? No, no. No. Well, go read the Vader comic, (laughs) which just finished its 25-issue run, and the last Uh, issue was great. Cool. But one of my issues, uh, you know, again, Vader is on a space whale ship doing uh, uh, controlling. Uh, I don't even want to begin. Sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. And I love the Vader. The Vader series overall was great. Um, uh, but one thing 
that it's already out there in the old EU, and I don't want to see it come back into this one. Now, I'm okay with clones, mm-hmm. but I don't want me a clone of Vader. Boba Fett, and yeah. he's already a clone, but I, yeah. I, I don't want clone Luke. I yeah. don't want any of that. This goes back to our main discussion of you want things to be true to what yes. has been presented to us, and yeah. anything that dilutes that time travel, alternate versions, the characters are the characters, and the choices they make are the choices they make. Absolutely. Yes. Star Wars. Star yeah. Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. End scene. Exactly. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons people tell me, are you reading uh, you reading Shadows of the Emperor? Mm. Uh, the Emperor's back. No, he's not. No. He's yeah. dead. <laughs> <laughs> he's not back. Well, they called him. No, they didn't. No. No, they didn't. <laughs> they have the technology don't care doesn't <laughs> doesn't matter oh yeah i yeah and and along those lines of i don't want to see clones of any of those characters i don't want anyone coming back from the dead yeah yeah it, I, I i obviously again i think uh, john snow or something like that that works for me sure sure it's a diff, but it's that is a but, different laws in those universes right but not in star wars specifically i'm star saying wars, unless it's immediate so sure I'll, sure we'll right so finn let's say he died right kylo cuts him Right enough, um, and and Ray runs to him and, and what, what sounds so cruel. What cuts, cuts, cuts him, him enough. Cuts him enough. <laughs> just cuts him where he's dead. And Ray runs to him and is like, <laughs> "I believe in you, Force. I believe in you." And right, fins right, back right. together. Yeah, no, I agree with you. On I that. keep behind, but okay. yes, yes, yeah. Like I am, I'm still not a hundred percent with Maul being back. Yeah. Because uh, I saw that person die. I right. saw him get yeah. cut into two. Yeah, His I know I didn't see eyes the eyes are open all the way down. <laughs> I've zoomed in. And I like what they've done. Maul and Rebels is some of my favorite stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty great. I can get it, but I'm like, I, I, yeah, that man yeah. Died I don't want any sort of like a resurrection tub. I yeah. don't want anything like that. I would be fine if a Sith unnaturally raised somebody from the dead yes. and it yeah. went in was a horrible horribly. Yeah, yeah, I could see that too. Yeah, that yeah. That, yeah. I, that I would enjoy. But yeah, I think it's just a like, no, we're we're done with Darth Vader. Like we don't we don't yeah. need him anymore. Yeah. Vader, Vader doesn't come back. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I, I think also just like no limiting of the Force. Just like the characters yeah. are the characters, the yeah. Force is the Force. It is the power in the galaxy. Yeah. Right. No little rodents that create non-Force bubbles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nope. The Force is always there. Yeah. yeah. And now, always with us. If Rey is the is Anakin reborn in another thing, because the Force oh, is yeah. like, nope, I brought this kid, kid for a reason. Now <laughs> yeah. it's coming back in another form. Different, not my yeah. favorite choice, but yeah. I could, I could understand. Yeah, different, different. Yeah. All right, well, I think that's a, a great rundown. We got a lot of all that. digging in that one. So thanks to Craig Vore and Jake Higgins, who uh, prompted us there first on Twitter. Uh, Jake reached out to us on Force Center Pod using nice. that hashtag Force Center Pod, and, and uh, Mr. Vore on Facebook, our Facebook page, Force Center. You can go and leave some uh, topic starters for us. We want to, we want to talk about what you want to talk about in the Star Wars universe. But as always, is Jennifer eyeing that whiskey? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, our show notes are like close to the whiskey, which is a good way to lure Jennifer in. Uh, but keeping in with that theme, Joseph, we got some great audience questions yeah. as well. You can uh, do that as well. So, like I said, submit, use the hashtag uh, Force Center. We can grab some questions, and we got a lot of good ones this week. Yeah, these are some nice, solid ones. This is uh, from at Darth Vanquish on Twitter, and he asks Would Vader have fulfilled Rule of Two if Luke had joined him on Cloud City? Or would he have just turned him over to Palpatine? Jennifer, do you have uh, mm. thoughts on that one, or do you want to... I'm a visual learner. I need to look at this. <laughs> okay. All right, we'll, we'll go to Ken, yeah. and we'll come back to you, Jennifer. Uh, I think, yes, I think that was his plan. I yeah. think uh, he, if Luke had said, right, oh, okay, do I yeah. get a new outfit? Cool, let's do it, Dad. Yeah. Um, I think the first oh. thing they would have done is uh, gone back to uh, Coruscant and, and taken on Palpatine. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I I totally agree. And I think some of that is because of sort of, again, dealing with those very, like, basic storylines and human relationships. Like, I I think, you know, in in a way, like, in his way, Darth Vader does love Luke. He's his son. Absolutely. You know, so I absolutely think he would have been like, awesome, my son is going to join me on this journey, and we're going to be stronger together. There is, again, I make fun of the space whale ship and and (laughs) Dr. Kylo, and there's a lot of things I'm I'm not on board with in the Darth Vader series, but you, I think it's essential reading for a Star Wars fan. There's a lot of stuff, and I don't know if you've read it. Have you a chance to read it? Uh, A little bit. I've read, like, the first half of the series. There is one of the last frames is all about Anakin 
loving a son he yeah. never knew. Yeah. Mm. And it's good and powerful and ties into Empire really yeah. well. Yeah. I think this is, uh, it's great that the comic book is going there, but it's also, I think this is a, a thing where the prequel makes a moment in the original trilogy richer. Mm-hmm. I, think yeah. Anakin, I think there's a part of Vader who's like, well, I've embraced rage and hate because that's how to use the power of the dark side. Sure. But at my core, all I ever wanted was to be in charge of the galaxy so mm-hmm. things could do, go the way that I wanted them to the go. way I think yeah. they should go. Mm-hmm. And I just want someone that I love by my side. Yeah. Padme or Obi-Wan had been down with it. I could have done that. And like he would have mm-hmm. got, it's just the same yeah. thing again. Like it's not even about evil to him. No. Yeah. You know, it's, that he would just totally it's, be it's like, why I re-signed up for Tinder. It is uh, <laughs> the same reason why <laughs> he will swipe right or die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jennifer, man. do you have thoughts? Do you think he meant to take Luke uh, is a, into the Sith tradition or just to be like, screw the Sith tradition, we're going to take out Palpatine and we're going to rule? Oh, I think, yeah. What better way to bond with your child, right? <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. I kind of want to see... domination? Yeah, yeah. I kind of want to see the alternate universe of, of that happening. Now that's... Uh, well, no, no, I'm not going to go down that wormhole. But sure, why not? Like a, like a Chris, a holiday story. Like... Oh. oh. Right? What would... Christmas, a Christmas story. Is it no... Christmas Tale. Wait, what? Oh my yeah. gosh, I was in this play. What is it? You know, with a Ebenezer Christmas, Scrooge. I, uh, a Christmas oh, a Carol. Christmas Carol. Thank you. Oh my gosh. It's called Rogue Christmas. It's Christmas called story. Mommy Brain. Oh, yeah, understandable. Yeah, I would love to see that. What if him looking yeah. through the the window pane? Yeah. Oh, anyways. Oh yeah. <laughs> so oh, yeah. You would like. You would right? like. Yes, absolutely. That, no, that, that is that is the perfect. Uh, that's the perfect framework for a what if story. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the new holiday special. I'm putting it out there. Yep. You will be visited by three force ghosts. Oh, I None really played by legitimately want to see this now. <laughs> With the Muppets? Come on. <laughs> Come on. Now there's TV special. ABC, get on that. Uh, excellent. <laughs> uh, I think that's a, is a great question, Darth Vanquish. We'll move on to our next one. This is from Stephen Kelly on Facebook, and he asks, this is a very inventive question. He asks, which of the following would you least want to lack? Progress, faith, or vision. Now, these are things that Vader and Emperor have all um, accused people in rhetorical yes, arguments very of true. having a lack of. So, which would you want to lack? Progress? The least. Which would you want to lack? Uh, yeah, which would you least want to lack? Okay. Progress, faith, or vision? <laughs> progress. That's great. Yeah, progress. Yeah. Emma's going progress. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd like to think I have vision. I'd like to think that I have faith. Sometimes I don't, I don't make very much progress. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm agreeing with you because you can have faith or vision and they're just not doing they're you not nothing doing you if enough. you yeah. are not using them to Correct. have some progress. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I, uh, I am going with uh, faith. Uh, reason being, uh, you know, it ties a little bit how I was raised, for yeah. sure, no doubt. But I think if you don't have faith in yourself, what's going on, you won't have the ability to make progress or yeah. have the vision because you might have a vision, but you're going to doubt it. You might want to make some progress, but you're not sure if you're going to. You yeah. have to have faith in that. So yeah. I would hate to be going through the galaxy without yeah. some faith. I, I respect that. But uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think somebody who has faith and vision, but no progress is like, that's like, you know, sure. everybody who's written a novel in yeah. their mind and is like, someday I'll write it down. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. 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 But that's yeah. understandable. Though, it, though at the same time, I think there are people that have faith and vision and they're not really making progress, but because they don't necessarily have the impetus for progress. You know what I mean? Like, I think there are some people that are just like real happy. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know? you know I think you're describing General Crick's mating. Yeah, and exactly. We all know. Yeah, yes. lack of luck would be. They've never accused the Sith. Have never accused somebody of being having a lack of luck. That's true. That's, That's true. very but true. Luck helps yeah. with progress too. Yeah. I, I have totally. found myself. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so did we all answer that? We're. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's great. So so yeah. can you pick faith? Uh, the, the rest of us all pick progress. So mm-hmm. apparently we'll vision. See who wins? Who, who cares <laughs> about vision? <laughs> Who yeah. cares? Screw vision. All right. Uh, next question is from Michael White. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but I had fun. Mm-hmm. And so did the whiskey I'm drinking. Uh, <laughs> this is from Facebook. And Michael White says, okay, Jawas, underwear, or no underwear? What a great question. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know if they need to. Mm-hmm. Those robes, you know. Yeah. If you've ever uh, woken up in a huff and uh, you got to get outside to get some coffee quick, and you put on yeah. the Kylo Ren bathrobe that I may or may not, <laughs> you know, you might be pretty comfortable for a while yeah. with just yeah. that. So on that desert planet, I don't know if they need to. See, yeah. 
because specifically of the fact that it is a desert planet mm-hmm. uh, and you're going to be walking around in the sand a mm-hmm. lot, one assumes Jawas have something going on down yeah, there that yeah, you right. might not want to get full of sand that you're kicking okay. up. So I'm going to go with everywhere. yes, underwear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's been established in the Star Wars yes. galaxy. <laughs> it's canonical yes. that yeah. sand gets everywhere. Yeah. That's you, Jennifer. Great point. Mm-hmm. See, it doesn't work for the climate, but I'm thinking like long underwear. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like mm-hmm. red and it's kind of uh, pilled in areas and it has a little flap on the back. Yeah. That's what I'm imagining. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you think they have long underwear under all those robes. Yeah. 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 See, I think the robes are like underwear, outerwear, one in the same. They're just mm. all wear. I think that's just like, yeah, I think this is there. I think they're just wrapped up in there. It's going to get musty. It's a you know, hot desert. They need to have something. Jawas aren't popular. I mean, <laughs> we've never had any sort of discussion of how exactly they smell. This is true. Yeah. Can't imagine it's great. No. No. <laughs> Rodent like, uh, I would think. So, yeah, Ooh. there's a, a myriad of answers for you there, Michael yeah. White. They could have underwear. The stuff that you're wearing could be underwear. underwear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, our final question here comes from. Jake Stanley, also on Facebook, and this is, uh, I, I'm going to read this just the way Jake wrote this, and it's it's hot, it's angry, there, yeah. there's yeah. passion yeah. in this. Yeah. Can we please kill this gray Jedi crap, says Jake Stanley. <laughs> if you're in the middle, then by definition, you're not, all caps, a Jedi. I don't hear anybody using the term gray Sith, it's just as ridiculous as gray Jedi. Where do you guys stand <laughs> on this? So I typed in the term gray Jedi (laughs) onto the Google box and it took Mm -hmm. me to the Wikipedia. Um, And I understand what he's saying with – I'm focusing on his – if you're in the middle of the mind definition, you're not a Jedi. Uh, Yeah. Mm. You can maybe debate that or crawl inside the nerd bubble and debate that or or, or have different aspects of it. I understand that. Um, But then, you know, I look at you, Luke in Return of the Jedi, fourth choke of the morning guards for the greater good. Um, Does that mean he's – Gray or touching the side of the Sith. And yeah. then the term Gray Jedi, it, it reminds me, I always, you know, and I always go to pro wrestling, but uh, <laughs> there's heels, there's faces, but in the late 90s, there emerged what's called a tweener, which is the bad guy that's mm. so popular the fans love him. Yeah. And yeah. people like Qui Gon Jinn, Quinlan Voss, Sifo Dyas to a certain degree, um, <laughs> Anakin to a bad yeah. example were tweener Jedis who who maybe had some problems with the Jedi Council and everything. So I, I, I'm okay with the idea, but I understand where Jake's coming from. Yeah. 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 I also totally understand where he's coming from. I think for me, and I, I know I've talked about this on uh, other Star Wars podcasts. I'm not sure if I did when I was on this one last, but like for me as a, as a kid, I was like so aware of how emotional I was that I was like, oh my God, if I were force sensitive, I would a hundred percent be a Sith. Like right. 100%. So the idea that there are Jedi that are a little bit, think a little outside the box yeah. of like, this is what the Jedi council says. So this is a hundred percent what we're going to do As you know, you bring up the example yeah. of Qui-Gon being a very mm-hmm. good one. I kind of like that sort of outlier thing. I mean, in, in some ways, Ahsoka kind of fits into that as well when she kind of chooses to distance herself from the Jedi. So I, I mean, I don't know about the, the term gray Jedi, so to speak. And I understand because, you know, in of itself, Jedi and Sith are a hundred percent good 100% evil so I I do see where the issue comes in but I also think that in order to continue to add like levels of interest to the story you gotta have characters that are kind of Somewhere in the middle, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't think gray. Je- I, I don't like the term gray Jedi. No, I no. Yeah, like, I, I agree that. I understand where it uh, where it where it came from, and I understand why people like it because they're they're reflecting that they're attracted to these characters, and I'm attracted to these characters too. Yeah, but I Who think isn't attracted to Qui Gon. I mean, yeah, <laughs> certainly myself and Shmi yeah. are both no. attracted to Qui Gon. <laughs> but I think it is limiting to what a Jedi is. I feel like we have a solid yeah. definition of Jedi. Uh. It's an order. When you leave it, you're not a Jedi. Yeah. No, Ahsoka's nope, not a right. great Jedi. Right. She's just not a Jedi. She's just not a Jedi. You're, you're 100% right. You're a Freemason and you're not a Freemason. Right. There's no, right. you're not right. a great Freemason. Yeah. But my more important thing is I feel like, well, the Jedi and the Sith in, our, in the stories argue to one another that they're 100% good and bad. Right. I feel like as an audience, I like the fact that they're both they're, full of crap. Yeah. And what's fascinating about a Jedi is... We believe these higher things. We're going to struggle towards these higher things. Right. The lightsaber is a last choice. 
We don't reject emotions. Mm -hmm. We try not to act on them. Right. We think these emotions are particularly bad. So they're characters who are really trying to walk the line. Mm -hmm. And I think by separating out all the ones that we get to see wrestle with the line and saying they're not real Jedi, make Jedi boring. Yeah. Qui-Gon Jinn is a Jedi to me. He's not a gray Jedi. He's a Jedi who's struggling to walk the line. Yeah. Luke Skywalker is a Jedi who's struggling to walk the line. So is Obi-Wan Kenobi. So is every interesting character. Yeah. You don't spend time with them. It's just because they're not... Mm-hmm. They're doing a. They're not having conflict walking the line. They're yeah. just Jedi. Yeah. So yeah. So in other words, I think we all, in a way, kind of agree with Jake that the the term, you know, the term maybe is misleading. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's throw it out of canon. All right, Pablo Hidalgo, right now. <laughs> Perfect. How do you how do you feel about it, Jennifer? Well, I totally changed because I was gonna be like, oh, I like I like gray Jedi. I do, I do. I'm a gray Jedi, guys. Because um, that's kind of how I feel, you know. I'm like, yeah. I, I try to be a good person, but sometimes, yeah. uh, you know, I bend the rules. Yeah. yeah. But uh, sorry. <laughs> that's what I think, Jennifer. Yeah. Bending the rules, land. Uh, you know, you gotta force choke someone. So yeah, <laughs> but you totally changed my mind, Joseph, because that, that makes the Jedi so much more of an interesting character. Yeah. If we immediately categorize them and say, oh, no, they're different, yeah. well, that takes away from who they really are it's, and the complexity. Yeah. So, I think yeah. it's like you were saying, it's because you have this sort of moral code of conduct and beliefs in place, it's way more interesting to see characters try to uphold that yeah. rather than them being that like at their core. Like at their core, I think, you know, these are, these are good people that want to yeah. believe and uphold these things, but like... That's not, people aren't naturally that way. Like, I think the majority, as you say, it's like the majority of the characters who we spend time with, like, that is something that they are striving for. It's not necessarily, like, who they just naturally are. That's, yeah, because it's almost like if you look at a priest, right? He's not Mm going to suddenly be a a great priest. He's still going to be a priest, but maybe Mm -hmm. he's doing things that are a little bit outside of the box. Yeah, Yeah. and if you want to use the term or a different term, you know, we have characters who have lost that structure. We we have Ahsoka. We have Mm -hmm. Kanan who are like, we have these abilities and we believe a lot of the things that they said, right? Or even Luke and Jedi. Yeah, it's like what? Totally. What? What, what, what do I decide? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, Kanan had some fun. Oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. When we've run into him for the first time in uh, in uh, New Dawn. Oh yeah, he's uh, <laughs> he's tasted the spoils of the world. <laughs> he's had some jet juice and whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> Highlight on the whatnot. In the whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I hope we have not offended fans of Grey Jedi. Mm. I like all the I like all the characters considered to be Grey Jedi. I think mm-hmm. we need we need new terminology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. common sense Jedi. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thinking outside the box Jedi. <laughs> uh, great question though, Jake. We love that uh, you guys help prompt us on these great conversations, and you can do uh, that yourselves if you haven't already, or we have some of our regulars. Follow us on Twitter at Force Center Pod and use the hashtag Force Center. And we'll find it, and if we like it or it fits into our program, we'll get it on. Just keep sending it, man. A lot of you are, are, are in a conversation with us, so to speak. You tweet, we respond, and it is a lot of fun. Don't forget the Facebook page. Like it. And then send us a message. Send us your monologue on why you don't like Grey Jedi or why you do like Grey Jedi mm-hmm. and why you think it's a term that has value. Uh, we love doing that. And uh, that's going to wrap up our episode for this week. But it was a fun, slightly whiskey-fueled episode. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. And first to Emma, our special guest today. So great to yeah, have you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. This is really fun. Thanks for having As me. As <laughs> always, love talking Star Wars with you. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and tell the folks where they can find you and follow you and uh, all your adventures. Uh, well, uh, you can find me on Twitter at my name, Emma Fife, E-M-M. A-F-Y-F-F-E that is all F's as in Fred no S's as in Sith Uh, (laughs) uh, they tend to sound the same uh, when they're recorded into a microphone and then transmitted into your ears. Uh, If you follow me on Twitter you'll be able to keep up with all of the many many things I do and there are many of them I'm currently uh, hosting the Star Wars Rebels after show at After Buzz TV we uh, broadcast live on YouTube at 6 o'clock p.m. every Tuesday Uh, and then I'm also on the uh, Bob's Burgers after show which is at 8 p.m. Pacific on Sundays, followed immediately by Ash vs. Evil Dead uh, at 9 p.m. <laughs> on Sundays. Ash vs. Evil Dead is uh, it's super fun if you guys are into that show at all. Uh, the publicity team at Stars is amazing, and they get us great guests, and it's a, it's just it's a really good time. So, And I'm Emma Fife on Instagram, too, so if you want to like, <laughs> look at my photos. <laughs> Please, though, for the love of God, take a nap. <laughs> I did busy. right before I came over here. Uh, <laughs> busy. You're busy. I love it. 
Jennifer Landis. So yes. good, good to have you here bending the rules. Yes. Um, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at Jennifer Landa, youtube.com slash Jennifer Landa. I will be posting some more videos soon. I don't know of what. Maybe if a new trailer comes out, who knows? Yeah. yeah I'll dissect same, it. Same. Yeah. Awesome. Mr. Scrimshaw. Uh, you guys can find me on all the social medias, Twitter and Instagram in particular, is at Joseph Scrimshaw, my name. There are no Fs in that. There is balance <laughs> no, in the podcast. The it is not Joseph Scrimshaw. <laughs> I took, I did. I took all of the Joseph Fs. Scrimshaw. Yeah, you have a lot of Fs. I do. Greedy with yeah. the Fs. Yep. Uh, and you can uh, follow on my website, josephscrimshaw.com. has all of the various things that I'm doing. I do a lot of live shows. Uh, I have my other podcast, Obsessed Podcast, which is on the Feral Audio Network. The last couple episodes, I think, will uh, be of particular interest to the lovely listeners of Four Center. We have uh, Matt Key, an old friend of Ken Knapsack's, oh, yes. who uh, uh-huh. did an episode with me all about Doctor Strange. Might be one of the most obsessed people I've ever had on the podcast talking about Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's yeah. the episode that's uh, right now, I believe, is this is, I might have be getting this backwards. But anyway, <laughs> also coming out uh, in our uh, the obsessed Doctor Strange period, friends with one of the main screenwriters for Doctor Strange, C. Robert Cargill, also super obsessed. Talked to him a little bit about Doctor Strange, but he is obsessed with Warhammer 40K. <laughs> and if you ever feel like star, you're in the Star Wars nerd bubble and there aren't a lot of people in that nerd bubble, Check out Warhammer 40K <laughs> for an even smaller bubble. Uh, that podcast is called Obsessed. You can find it on my website at josephscrimshaw.com. Absolutely. You can follow me at Ken Napsack for all the adventures. You can see me over now on Collider, including uh, Collider Jedi Council, where I'm allowed to uh, sit and play with all the toys there. But I'm so glad. Uh, They're not toys, Ken. Uh, They're figurines or collectibles. Well, some, of them, <laughs> some of them seem like toys. <laughs> I, I showed up to the office my first day with my, my uh, Nerf a bowcaster. Uh, I've been getting into nerf fights with yes. uh, uh, Cobster over there with solo nerf gun. <laughs> nice. um, but also, uh, we do want to take a time to say, hey, follow us on Twitter at Force Center Pod. We're still making that push to gain uh, followers. It is important to the success of this channel, and uh, having those numbers is uh, impressive, most impressive to the people <laughs> in charge in this industry. So please, head on over. We not only just promote, we'll put some funny things out and reactions when we can. Follow us at Force Center Pod if you haven't already. If you have, we we thank you for uh, being part of this adventure. So that is it for Emma, Jennifer, Joseph, and the whiskey. We are in five and <laughs> now. Uh, I'm Ken Napsack. We'll see you next time. Yep, no. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.